Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. And in a lot of respects, that man's back on top of the world. I didn't just spend a year and a half away vacationing. I struggle to be here every day, and I earned this. Kelvin! Kelvin! A lot of good visuals from close in this Yeah, game. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, that's my game plan. You know, I just want to pressure someone. I don't want to give anybody the opportunity to, to do anything I mean. Put Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I uh, will be joined today by Dracar Close as well as Kelvin Gastelum, who we haven't talked to in a while. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And Kelvin's going down to 170. I'm just dying to know what is the thinking behind that? Did he feel he was a small 185 or what was the thinking? It was it just for this fight opportunity? Well, he's, he's been down there before. Oh, I know, but he had trouble making weight at times. So I'm wondering what, what was the motivation to go back down? He should have that thing in his refrigerator, like in a movie, a movie that the kids out there probably haven't seen, but they should see easy money. And when he's on a diet, his kids put something in the refrigerator. When they open up, he goes, you want a piece of cake, fatty, fatty? Yeah, fatty, fatty. And he's going, his eyes are bugging out. He's, I don't know. Yeah. That I was like a funny that movie. movie. That, dude, that's a very underrated movie with a guy named Tom Noonan. And uh, Joe Pesci is in that. A comedian named Taylor Negron, who I believe passed away since then. He was in a lot of those uh, 80s films. Uh, but yeah, that's a very underrated Rodney movie because I think it came right after Caddyshack. My buddy Nino, my black belt Nino, he's a, he's a great guy. He walks in the academy. Oh, Greg Nino! You just yell it, hey, Nino! Anyway, uh, he has his truck. He's in a plumber. He's a plumber. Yep. So he named his truck after um, Joe Pesci's uh, <laughs> fucking uh, uh, plumbing service in the name of that fucking movie. So I got to get the name. Oh, that's funny. I, I, don't, I don't remember I'm the gonna, name. I'm going to get the name of it. Only because um, I'm hysterical. But uh, yeah, yeah, man, Nino's a, Nino's a character, dude. Um, yeah. I, 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 I don't remember the name of Pesci's. Oh, you mean we're going to get off my, my buddy's plumbing truck and talk to uh, a guest? We have uh, Calvin Gastelum, yeah. All right. Well, that's more important than talking about easy money. Which well, I love easy money. I can talk easy money all day. Yeah. Would you talk... Um, Nightmare on Elm, Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Did you, you wanted to, sure. I, I haven't seen it in a long time. My kids have seen it. There's Kelvin. I apologize, gentlemen. I apologize. That's okay. No problem. Tell, tell him that he's going to have a hard time making way. You tell him. I was saying, no, I was saying you have a hard time. I said I was surprised that you went down to 170. Wow. It's been a long, long time. What was the motivation, Kevin? Was it just this Brady fight or was it something you'd been thinking about doing? Yeah, it's definitely something I've been thinking about doing it for quite some time now. Uh, I, I had been vocal about it and people weren't taking me serious, but I just wanted to get one more win at middleweight and then drop back down. And uh, I did that. And so I decided to pull the trigger now. And uh, here I am, you know, I'm uh, two days away from uh, making 171 at least. 
Yeah, you look great. I mean, you you look really jacked. Um, ha, is there anything you've learned in the in those those years since you've gone down that you think will make these cuts easier for you now? Is there anything nutritionally or anything that has Absolutely. changed for you? Absolutely. No, I have way more understanding and um, education in nutrition and uh, than I did before. Right, and uh, you know, I've definitely learned and, and, and grown uh, throughout the years. So now I want to apply it and. Um, but not only that, Jim, uh, <clears throat> you know, one day I just woke up and I saw a window, a window that one day will start to close. Right. And um, I, the last few years of my career, um, I want to be able to maximize and make sure that I do everything I can to be able to become a world champion. You know? And uh, that I think um, I need, you know, I needed to take my diet serious. And I think that was the only thing that was probably missing from uh, a lot of my game is just taking my nutrition right. You know, serious. Is it yeah. rough though, when you're, you're still able to, to beat some of the, the, the best guys at 185? like Chris Curtis is no walk in the park. Definitely guys, not. You no, know? I mean, that's why I stayed for so long. Right. I got, yeah. I, I had some success and I was doing okay. And I got pretty comfortable and, Making the you know making the weight and is not much of a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one thing because I fought at once. I was kind of a, a tweener myself, but uh, I remember when I had to get down to one fifty five, there was absolutely no missing those morning like runs and sh- I had to just get the weight down. Mm-hmm. So it does keep you a little more honest, I guess. With your one hundred percent. 100%. Yeah. You know, uh, I got a little too comfortable. It does keep you a little honest. You know, you, you, you know, you're like, ah, I'll, I'll take a little piece of that chocolate today. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, even the guys, Kellen, even some of the losses at 185, I mean, they were to murderers and they were dis- they were decision fights like Cannoneer and Whitaker, uh, Adesanya. Like, I mean, I mean, you went five, uh, rounds and three rounds with some brutally tough guys. So you're known as one of those guys who's just a nightmare to have to deal with. Um, and you're a tough fight for anybody. So yeah, it really is true. Nobody wants to deal with you uh, if they don't have to. Um, well, yeah, you've succeeded in that. Uh, now, now, Sean Brady, what are you expecting out of Sean Brady? And, and how are you feeling going back down to 170 physically? These Philly, these Philly boys are, are, are tough. Right. So I'm expecting a dog, man. Um, you know, he's a good wrestler, has a good jujitsu, jujitsu black belt, I believe. Uh, I think Hendel Gracie black belt as well, uh, yeah. from out of, out of Philly. So, um, you know, he's got good boxing fundamentals and, um, you know, this is, this is a tough kid. And I know that he probably wants to get back after losing to Bilal. Right. Yeah. And uh, so this is a tough test, man. This is a tough test. I respect his skills. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I've been doing this quite some time, baby. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I don't think there's anything that he brings to the table that I haven't seen before, right? Uh, I just have to be ready for everything that he does bring, which I feel I am. I, uh, you know, I'll be able to negate his wrestling, his jujitsu, I think, with mine. So a lot is going to be decided. I feel when I look at this, I feel a lot's going to be decided on the feet because I feel that you're a good enough wrestler to keep that up there. Sean's a really, really good jujitsu guy under Daniel Gracie. Close. Those there's a lot of Gracies out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Track that family tree. That's a fucking. Oh, fuck. I thought it was uh one of the one of the branches uh, of yeah. yeah, Daniel. He's, he's he's like a he's a big Brazilian. But uh yeah, they, listen, but that Philly that Philly crew, you know, Sean Brady, before he got uh, derailed by Balel Muhammad, who's a stud, um he only has he only has one loss. That's right. Yeah, 15 so and one. Then when you came, was it a matter of I'm fighting at 170, just give me a top guy or is it y'all fighting at 170? Give me who you give me. How'd that work that you got that you got Sean Brady? Because I'll tell you, listen, again, man, you've been around, you've knocked out the best. Uh, yeah. I'm not like no, I wanted I wanted to jump into the deep end. And I at uh, first remember I had Shafkot undefeated at the moment with a 100 percent finish rate. Oh, that's right. Uh, I had him. I had him in September. Oh. I got injured. I had my nose fractured and, and cut open. So I had to pull out of the fight. Um but uh, 
yeah, I wanted to jump into the deep end and we, we got shot, got, I got injured, pulled out. And so they were looking to get me Neil Magny for this fight. I said, I already fought Neil Magny. To be honest, it doesn't really motivate, doesn't get me excited. You know, let's see if Sean Brady's available. They made for whatever reason they made it happen because I think he was probably matched up with someone else. Uh, I don't remember who, but uh, he, he, I think he was matched up with someone else, and, and they just decided to go for it. I can't believe the career you've had. Too, I think twenty. This is your twentieth fight, a UFC fight. Uh, I'm looking back, 2013 against uh, Uriah Hall. I guess was the first. Um, it's crazy to me that you're only 32. Like, I've been a fan for so many years, been watching you. You're like one of those guys I expect to be 48. And the fact that you're only 32, because you've been around for so long, and you, you've right. been kind of in these giant fights for, for, for so a decade now, you still have a lot of years left. I mean, you know, especially with what they're doing now, you see guys fighting into their mid-40s when, when they want to. So you, you right. can have, you know, 10 years left if you want to. If I'm lucky, I mean, I, I'm guessing... You know, I have I have a smaller window, like five or six years fighting at this okay. high level. If I'm doing it past that, then 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 uh, then that's just that's just cherry on top. Well, Are listen, you... I'm sorry, Jimmy, but no. I know another stocky welterweight at 32 years old that just shocked the world. Jimmy, you texted that Matt. Bring up how you won the title at 32. Thank you, Jimmy. Actually, I just wrote Matt, wrote Matt 32, and Matt Jimmy, knows what I mean. Jimmy texted me, Matt 32. Oh, so yeah, man. <laughs> really? Dude, that's it, bro. Come uh, on. Yeah, same time we flexed. Hell yeah. It's so exciting, man. It's an omen, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm that's excited. a great omen, man. And I like it, man. No risk, no reward. I mean, listen, risk versus reward. Sean Brady, no walk in the park, but fuck, man, you take him out. That's what it is. You're like, all right, now I'm here. Took out top prospect. Let's fucking go. Yeah, no. And, the way I look at it, I, I have a few years left fighting at the, this very high level, and yeah. I want to maximize it, right? I want to maximize the, the little bit of time that I have left, and to be able to get become world champ. You know. That's you know, it's it, funny bro. too because you fought you fought everybody at middleweight. It's it's got to be exciting for you now to go back to uh, to welterweight and see how many new names and new great fighters there are it's like there's a whole brand new division of guys uh yeah. for, for you to run through that's got to feel great to know all these great fights are ahead of you 100 percent. yeah there's so many exciting new fights that get me so excited and, and, uh, and just fired up to you know to get ready to to, to to you know face these guys when when you're in the same division for a long time and i've wondered if adesanya felt that way that's why he decided to go up or any of these guys when you're spending six seven eight years in the same division is it not it's not gonna get boring because there's always good fighters but do you ever go like i want some different faces some different possibilities or how do you start to think about that after a while um you know what you really take it fight by fight but uh there is a little bit of that sometimes i guess uh but really you take it fight by fight you know, I, I can't worry about the rest of the decision, the division. I can just worry about the person that's in front of me. And uh, but sometimes that does happen, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, but but the, the the division I left it, it was it's 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 becoming a brand new division at the moment. The middleweight yep. division, you know, it's not the same guys that that, that were before. Uh, yes, yeah, Strickland. I mean, uh, I think Matt, you had did you have him picked to it? I mean. Uh, he, I know, I don't think anyone saw him winning by decision. Like that was, it was crazy that he, uh, to, uh, uh, you picked him to win. In fairness, I thought he was going to knock him out. I think, yeah. I didn't think he was going to do what he normally does. So I got to be honest with that. You know, it's not like my John Jones prediction when I Matt picked John Jones against Cyril Gon first round choke him. Matt said, it's Matt picked. Play. Thank you. But my point was, I thought that was an easy pick. Good. That was an easy pick. Yeah. For me, I, I, I'm so stupid. I picked gone by decision. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I thought that uh, Sean was gonna utilize his grappling. The fact that he didn't is even more impressive. You know what I mean? So, but Calvin, what are we doing outside of fighting? What's going on with you? Talk to us. Any business ventures? What's going on with you? I mean, I don't like dive into your personal life. Are yeah, you single or you're married? What do you got going on? Man, no, man. To be honest, no. When I moved, I moved back to Arizona 
and I got right into camp and got injured. And then, yeah, so I spent all that summer and year recovering from my, my knee injury. I had knee surgery. And then I got right back, right. As soon as I was healthy, I got right back into camp, got injured again. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so no, I mean, my, my, the last few years has been pretty, pretty sucky, man. You know, uh, the, the win in April was, was a big win for me because uh, I had been focusing a lot on the previous years on my health and recovering my health and recover, you know, going to physical therapy every fucking day. And uh, so really the, the main focus has been recovering my health the last few years because I had been getting injured so long, so much. Yeah, shit. And, and what do you take that? What, I mean, getting injured, I mean, it's rough, man, because as an older, a little bit of an older guy, I get an older guy, I guess. I can yeah. Say. It's not you. I'm talking about myself. Like, it, it's not that, that you're not a badass. It becomes like, dude, I'm not getting through a fucking camp. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. My body's we not going to do it. So we weren't getting through camps, man. Like we were getting to the last week and then bam, it would happen. And I'm be, be like, what the hell? There's just a, a, something are, going on here. Are you changing the way you approach a camp? Because as you get, I, man, I blew now, my first time. I ever pulled out. That's funny. No, not at all. That's now I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now. Oh, you, you said no. Oh. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. you, you you know, I used to be, I used to like, when I was going to fight Matt Hughes, the, like when we had to, I had to pull out of that fight. I was like starting in the crucifix and then I, in between rounds, I would be doing suplexes and I ended up blowing my back out. <laughs> so, you know, you approach things a little differently, a little smaller oh, 100%. rather than oh, just 100%. go, go, go. Yeah, no, the way that I train now is so different from when I trained at 30, at 21. Right. Yeah. My approach is so much different. My, you know, my habits are so different from when I was younger as well. And so, it makes a huge difference, man. I can't just wake up like I used to. All right, boom, jump right into practice. Yeah. Hell no, I got, I gotta, I gotta wake up three hours before practice. <laughs> wake up, get my coffee. I like, I have a system yeah. now. Yeah, it's like do you, but like Max uh, Holloway. I think he said he doesn't really do physical sparring anymore, or it's really, really minimum. Uh, and it seems like his, his last couple of fights, he's looked incredible. So it, 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 it yeah. he's. Hasn't burned himself out in camp. Have you cut down uh, on any of that, on any sparring, or, or or how are you handling that? Definitely, definitely. We we uh, I wouldn't necessarily we cut back. We just uh, are micromanaging the sparring now a little bit more. Uh, you know, to make sure we're we're not fuck beating beating the body up as much. You know, you don't want to beat up the body, then go to conditioning and beat up beat it like. The, the approach is way different for sure, you know? Yeah. And getting hurt the last week in camp uh, and then getting hurt, it, it's just got to be so discouraging and, and disheartening that like, no matter how careful you try to be, you just, you can't control every single moment in camp. I'll tell you what, it was pretty tough. It was pretty tough. I'll tell you that, you know, uh, to get re-motivated, re, you know, re-everything, you know, that, that fight with Chris Curtis, it was after multiple injuries and surgeries and, and, and just, yeah. So it was a big win. It was a big win. So now this is a new, I'm on the other side of that. This is a new yeah. chapter. I'm back down at 170. Like I'm redoing, reamping the whole KG business model. So, uh, you know, it's only up from here. Holy shit. Is that yeah. the first time you ever uh, um, referred to yourself as KG? <laughs> I like yeah, I it. it is. Yeah, I guess it I is. like that, man. It reminds me of Jimmy. Jimmy, I don't know if Jimmy likes it because Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy made a face. Yeah. Jimmy's face made a face like when I tell a joke. It's like his bite. Why? You, I, hey, this guy is far from um cringy, Jimmy. No, don't, no, I, KG. I, I don't dislike KG. Don't try to get Kelvin mad at me. I don't want fucking <laughs> Kelvin <laughs> cutting weight. I don't need. I don't need I like fucking unhappy Kelvin you. smacking me. Yeah, no, Thank KG you, is man. good. Thank you, man. I do like that though. I like that. You know, I couldn't do that. MS, kind of. It's a. It's a. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Chael. <laughs> Chael is the one that first started fighting KG. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I like it. I like that KG thing. Yeah, I, I like want to add to my thing when I'm doing a joke and I'm joking. JK, 
but I don't think it's going to, I don't think I can let it flow off the tongue. Nah, it makes people go F Y. I'm just kidding. But that'd be like saying a joke and then going LOL. Yeah. That's rough. That's That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't think we can hang out anymore. Yo, hey, hey. Keldon, now, now I'm having a hard time not calling you KG. But listen, <laughs> when I when we first started doing this show before I call me KG, this is I, I want to. This is 700 episodes later. Okay, yeah. this is what you got. But when I was green in this, when I was green in this podcast, we had the we had the biggest guests on back back before I knew what the fuck I was doing. So we yeah. had uh, we had the Rock on. So one time we had the rock, and this is back when we were taking phone calls. And I go, oh, I was in the theater, and everybody was uh, LOL. What was I saying, Jimmy? LOLing. I, I don't, like re- I don't remember. I, mean, I blocked it out. Everybody was LOLing, and I don't know. It was very <laughs> so embarrassing. Yeah. I don't know why I brought it up. You can, but, if you if you kept saying LOL, we wouldn't be able to hang out. No, no, yeah, no, no. no. Anyone who says that is a real J-ho. So yeah, you're probably better. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. Calvin, look, uh, I'm I'm happy that you're. Uh, what a fight this is! This this Brady fight is unbelievable. Um, and congrats on getting such a big fight. You've, I mean, again, you, you've earned it, and you. no one is surprised. But I'm just I'm happy to see it. And uh, we'll talk to you after, man. Have a great fight on Saturday. The whole card is stacked. Um, great card. Great yeah, it's one of the best non pay per view cards I've ever seen. It's unbelievable. Um, and they just added Clay Guida to. Uh, to the main card. I didn't even know he was fighting till this till this week. I was like, hell yeah, I love Clay Guida. Yeah, I think he was supposed to be the 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 main event of the prelims, and then they moved up Misha. So uh, yeah, Clay is on the main card. Hell yeah. But we'll talk to you again, man. Take care. It's good talking to you, and, and good luck All on love, Saturday. Guys. Thank you, guys. Okay. All right, Calvin. All right, Calvin. Take care. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I like it. I like looks it. good. Calvin looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. He looks ready. No, he doesn't, JK. Oh, FY. <laughs> I can't get into that. I can't do it. I can't do the JK. I, I, I think it will be good, though. I think I can I think I can add it in naturally. JK. Yeah. And no, I don't. Unless you're texting and you're running out of, like, if you're tweeting something, you'll have a certain amount of characters. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a bit of a character. I'll I like say. Yes, Jimmy. Uh, Benil don't like. I know. I, I was I was like You're yesterday thinking, or Monday. I was thinking that before we talked to Benil, and I was happy it didn't come out on the show. What, when I did I sing that song? Yeah. That, well, listen. I think he's gonna like this weekend. I oh, know. That, that what happened with him and uh, Charles Oliveira? You know. But me, yeah. Benil don't like it. That's a tough loss to, to, to yeah. Oliveira because it's it's hard to justify another fight. Like it's a very tough loss. Yeah, but you know he can get if anybody can get back on that horse. Of course. Hey, what's yeah. going on, with Marab? By the way, are there any fights from Marab? Anything coming up? Uh, he's in Vegas. Okay. And he's living his best life. That's all I gotta tell you. All right. Yeah, he's living his best life. Look at his Instagram. The guy's fucking probably sparring a thousand rounds a week you know he's got a nice crew out there he's working with when he rolls jujitsu yeah. uh, can, can he go for a while without getting tired i remember i like roll with him some and you know 
it used to be where he was having trouble getting out of mountain stuff and be like, oh, I can rest. Then it got to the point he just doesn't stop moving. I'm like, all right, yo, fuck this. After five or ten minutes, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm good for a round. What you got? Somebody else fucking jump on. Bring someone else in. Yeah, bring someone else in. You know, but I, I, but he's fun. He's a he's a lot of fun, man. Because he's he's technical, but he just doesn't stop moving. So even if you could. I'm bigger and I can out like technique them sometimes with jujitsu. The guy just never stops moving. And then you show him all the escapes and you're like, fuck, why'd I show him all these escapes? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They should have kept a little something for me, but he's just, he's just awesome. And then he's, you know, he's respectful too. Sure. Yeah. He's not jumping on something when I'm fucking tired. Yeah. I, I miss him actually. Now that you brought him up. Yeah. I was just thinking about him. I'm like, uh, and I also, the, cause I, I get so tired doing it like it's so exhausting again i'm not in great shape and i'm 55 but i'm just amazed that anyone can do it for a long period of time it's so fucking you know what's nice tiring. though because my knees have been a little banged up lately like both my knee that i didn't get done yet which for some reason is bothering me which is not not, not cool because i'm trying to put that off but then i i told you i twerked the one that i was that i got done <laughs> i yeah. got so how is I, it now yeah it is still a little something coming out of the side of it but anyway the point is that I just started getting rolling like uh, two nights ago. I, I just, and I do it very light. I just grab like my wife or my kid and uh, I could just roll with them. Right. <laughs> so I, you know, cause this weekend on uh, the same as the fights, we're going to go to Jersey. I'll be in Trenton, New Jersey at the jujitsu world league. I'll give them a plug because they're, they're a nice, but they're really professional. I like that, that jujitsu world league. Um, it's a new like organization. And, uh, you know, my, my, my kids, my kids in there, she likes it. My youngest, my 10 year old's going to go in. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. And, uh, and my wife's going in again, you know, my wife's crazy. Cause they don't have nobody in her master's division over 40. So she's jumping back in the over 18 division again. So listen, man, uh, she, she goes in there with the young kid. She's 40. So she just loves it. She loves it, man. Listen, you know, what's the worst that could happen? She gets caught, you know? She'll, she she learned something, you know, and that's, that's the attitude. That's the attitude she likes to show for my kids. Right, so, right, right. It's very nice, you know, and they know daddy's got his losses. Sure. We so concentrate on the wins, but they yeah. do, you know, but uh, why did you have to bring up to, to uh, don't embarrass me, Jimmy. Bring up what? Oh, never. Wait, what? Bring up what? You said why they have to bring up so oh, why did you have to bring up in front of Kelvin? You texted me about it, it, you know, about me winning the title at 32. Well, because I felt it was one of those things that we should uh discuss more, and I felt it wasn't talked about enough. I, I know. And then he's then he's like, Oh, but you know, I only have years. Oh how many years I've left, and I'm like, dude, a few years after that. Yeah. Frank Trigg. Oh, let's bring in Dracar close. Let's do that, yeah. Fighting Joe Selecki on uh, on the prelims on Saturday. Yeah, I think he's going to Selecki to stand it up. Select this. I think Dracar is going to Selecki. I might double. I'm going to double down on it. Oh uh, no, you oh, can't. Wow. You can't. Come on, boss. Hello, Dracar. What's up, dude? How you doing? It's been a minute. Like Jimmy says, it's been a hot minute. Wait, where you? Hey, first of all, congratulations. If I'm if I'm correct, I believe you and the great dangerous uh, uh, Courtney Casey are having a child. Am I correct? Of course. Oh uh, my God! Thank goodness. With the with the social media, you never know. You could be liking somebody else's thing. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And how 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 long how far along is she now? The due date's February twenty first, so we're not. Yeah, it's right around the corner. So, you have you have one. You have a boy or a girl now? Uh, I have a boy now, and we're gonna have another another boy. Oh, two. Okay. How old is your son? Uh, five. Now, do you like when when you're traveling? And I'm always some fighters are very very opposite with this. Do you like to have family with you and your kids with you, or or your son with you, or do you prefer to just travel alone because of the lack of distraction? No, I love him. He'll he'll be here uh, this afternoon. He actually picked out my walkout song for this fight. So, oh, get out! What what, uh, what song is it? Uh, it's a Young Dolph song. So it kind of surprised me. You know what I mean? Like, pick the rap song. But what if he didn't? What if he had chosen something 
like uh, one of those kids songs that drives everybody nuts. Would you have to override him or would you do it? Uh, yeah, I would have overrode him. Oh, you would have. Okay. <laughs> yeah, do you get superstitious yeah. with a walkout song? Like, is there one that you've had longer than others that you're like, this means something to me or do you not care? No, I've, I've always tried to switch up my songs because I think, you know, each fight's different and, you know, uh, different meaning for each song. So I, I kind of like the one he picked for me. Do you? you know oh, go ahead, Jimmy. I no, no, gonna... I was only going to ask a song question because, I, again, I've heard different philosophies. Some guy like right. a like a quieter song that doesn't get the heart rate up or a slower song, and some guys like their heart rate raised by the music. Do you have any preference for that? Uh, my heart rate stays the same. Okay. I'm trying to just be a killer, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy watches a lot of those hype-up movies, and he also watches – Jimmy thinks that if he fights, he'd be like Clay Guida and his brother, and he'd be like, smack me, smack his little face. I wouldn't care for that at all, actually. I would, I would be very angry if somebody slapped me before I fought. I wouldn't care for that. Jimmy, yeah, you don't got to get – Yeah, fuck that. Into that cage. You but you do have guys say that, though, that they like a, a music that keeps their heart – I've heard guys talk about the songs choices they make, that they don't want something crazy or fast. They like a mellow song when they walk out. I, maybe it's just different for everybody. Yeah, I've I've had some uh, some teammates. You know, they come out and they they put on a concert. You know what I mean? And then by the time they get in there, they they burnt all their energy out. Nah, shit. Yeah. Hey, you know, let me ask you. And I don't like to bring up negative stuff, but I, you know, those kind of fights where I've been there too. Man, you you, you about to ask me about the Benil fight? No, I've been seeing seeing it all goddamn week, man. If I I got 25, if I got 25 cents for every time they reposted it, I'll be a millionaire. But it's not a bad thing. Hear me out. How many people had Benil like that? Benil was on ice skates first before you started putting on those skates. He was on the, you had, listen, we know the deal, bro. To hurt somebody you got to be there to be hurt. You're not afraid of just getting in that fire. So you, I mean, you, it was one of those. Listen, why should I even ask you now? I feel fucking bad. <laughs> I feel bad. Hey, it, take, it takes two to tango. You know what I mean? It so. does. So there's, listen, no, no fucking regrets. You, I mean, no, I mean, it, I mean, I was going to listen. I learned, a lot, I learned a lot from that fight. You know what I mean? Just be patient. You know, if I if I could rock you once, I can do it again. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Good. All right, there you go. Listen, I've been there, bro. I've been there. I had a laces. I how many laces out between back fists, between getting tired trying to knock out Carol Prezi and then having to take a beating for over two and a half rounds. I'm there with you, bro. Yeah. It just it just sucks because they post it every time he fights, and then they post it like right before my birthday in March. So it pisses me off. <laughs> and you never get used to it, right? Like you never just go, all right, there it is again. It's, it's every time it's annoying. Oh, of course. And then like, and then I have my friends send it to me. I'm like, God damn. I don't have to, <laughs> you guys make me relive this every fucking year. Um, do you watch a lot of uh, tape on who you find? Like, like, have you watched a lot of stuff on Joe or, or, or do you allow the coaches to do that? Or does it not um, help you? Like no disrespect to Joe. Uh, he was pretty boring to watch. You know what I mean? Like, um, I didn't know who he was until, you know, getting his name. Um, but I know he, he's a grappler, jujitsu guy. Um, doesn't really throw too many punches. So I think it was easier to train for him. Yeah. You, okay. Is it annoying knowing? Because, I mean, look, I mean, you could, like, scrap. Like, you know, you and, and uh, it, it, it's something it's really fun to watch and you know you, you need a, a dance partner that likes to do that with you a lot of times you know what i mean to get that kind of fireworks is it annoying knowing that that uh joe selectly selecty is not going to be looking to trade with you too much and just try to grapple you is that annoying yeah yeah it kind of sucks because you know i'm you know i'm getting you know older I'm, i'll be 36 in march and like hey, if you want to make money in this sport you got to put on entertaining fights and uh, and, if he, and if he's not trying to, you know, entertain the crowd and put people in the seats, uh, it makes it hard. Yeah, it does. So, some guys, even though they're very efficient and they're good, solid fighters and they win fights, there is the, the that, that part of it that like, hey, if the fans aren't excited to see it, you know what I mean? Again, you have to be Habib level before 
you know what I mean? Like people recognize, wow, this guy is definitely great. And we're seeing there's a lot of fighters, I think, that don't get the credit they deserve because their fights aren't quote unquote exciting. Yeah. And like, I don't want to downplay him. Like he's good right. at what he, what he does, you know what I mean? But no one wants to, no one wants to pay to watch that. And you, uh, you guys are the same manager. <sighs> yeah. Is that, how Kinda did that sucks. happen? It, it does, right? It does suck. Cause who, who, who was approached first with the fight? Um, uh, I guess they, at, they told him and then he had hit, uh, hit me up about it, but this isn't the first time I used to, I used to be managed by Jason house and he actually cornered against me in one of my fights. And I'm like, wait a second. Wait, now, did he expect to be your manager after that? Uh, after one more fight. He uh, he paired me up with another guy of his that he managed, and then after that, I had to cut ties with him. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. He, he this was not after he managed you. While he was managing you, he he fucking cornered somebody else. Yeah, he uh, it was against Bobby Green. He was in Bobby Green's corner, and he, while he was managing me, and I'm like, I'm looking over, like, I have to pay this motherfucker money. <laughs> yeah, that really is. Uh, what did? How did he approach you with that? Like, how did he? He must have tried to explain to you. Look, this is why. What was uh, the reasoning? There was no ex explanation. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of learned like with managers. Like, they they always ask, "Oh, give me a list of guys you want to fight," and then they come back with a guy that they manage. I'm like, how the fuck does that work? Yeah, especially if they're going to corner the guy. Like, you know, being managed is one thing, but uh, now, now your manager now is not cornering you or Joe, is he? Uh, no. Okay, yeah, that might be a little not. bit easier. A guy just putting a, yeah, putting a deal together is one thing, but cornering against you um, has got to be a strange thing. You won that fight. You beat Bobby. It's nice to see how well Bobby has done late, lately, too. That fight he's got with Jalen Turner uh, on, on Saturday is very, very exciting uh, as the co-main. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Ho hopefully he goes out there and wins. You know, it makes me look better. Um, so as long as he keeps winning. Yeah, it's got to be good when you beat. I mean, it doesn't you know, like they've talked so many times how MMA math doesn't always work out. Uh, you could beat this guy who beats that guy, and then that guy can beat you. But uh, it's got to feel good when you beat a guy and then you see him going on a great, like, you know, you're one of his losses. That has to make you feel good. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Like, it just sucks for me. It's like every time I get the ball rolling, you know, I get injured. And have to sit out a year, so uh, you know I'm just trying to stay healthy and just keep keep getting the wins. Man, I hate when I knock someone out like Frank Trigg, and then all of a sudden he quits and he becomes a referee. I go, come <laughs> on, man, come on, Trigg, Trigg, smash somebody up, fuck, come on, man, don't make me like a bully smacking around some guys. Anyway, I like when they kick ass. I, you know, but uh, I'm with you. Hey, is there anything you and the wife, you know? I know she's laid up because she's pregnant. Uh, are you guys watching anything? Are you watch on Netflix? Are you streaming anything? I always like to know a new show to watch. I always like to. Oh, she's watching something like I don't know. It, it's not my thing. Every time I go in there, like I'm going to the other room. Is it a reality show or? Is I think it it's called "This Is Us" or something. I think that's what it's called. It's a very big show, and uh, I haven't do, seen though. it. Do they go backwards a lot? What's that? Yeah, yeah. I, no, it goes, I don't know. Like, I, couldn't, I couldn't really pay attention to it. Like I'm like, ah, oh, this is doesn't have any action in it. I'm out of here. Shit, man. This is us, but it ain't me. I got you. Yeah. Man. I can't watch good, any of that shit. Isn't it a tearjerker show, too? Like, it's supposed to... People get very emotional watching it. They said it's really sad. I don't know. It sounds like you watched it because I don't. I don't know anything about it. No, I've never seen it. You watched it. It does, Drakkar. Matt, believe me, I'm a crybaby during movie. I, I, I would, I would tell you if I, if I wept like some old lady, but I just, I've only heard people talk about it. I've never actually seen the show. Yeah, I mean, we're in the same boat. Only you know, a couple seconds, and I'm out of there. Well, look, this is a great card. You have to be psyched about what a great card. I just told Calvin. We just had him on. This is one of the best non-pay-per-view cards I've ever seen. Like, I mean, it's fucking insane how good yeah, this card is. Yeah, I think it's kind of better than uh, a paper. Yeah, like the last pay-per-view. You know what I mean? So, I'm excited to be on it. Yeah. Well, good luck, Ricard. Again, I'm happy you're not injured now. I'm happy you're healthy. Your body. I'm sure you're feeling okay. Is there anything nagging at you? You're right. 
I don't know. I'm the favorite. Oh, everything hurts. Oh, I'm trying to get those odds. To, you know, <laughs> All right, man. Good talking to you. Have a great fight against Joe Selecki on Saturday. We'll talk to you again. Hey, thank you guys. Yeah, congrats on the on the new baby. Yep, love you guys. Thank you. Okay, take care, man. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Yeah, this fucking card. It's un- it really is unbelievable, Matt. Uh, I, I, uh, uh, Puna Haley Soriano against Dustin uh, Stoltfus is the first fight. Joaquin Silva against Clay got moved up. Uh, uh, since Misha against uh, Julia Villa is, is the uh, Julia Villa is the uh, main of the prelims. Font Davison Figueredo, I, I think, has been kind of overlooked because everyone's talking about. Uh, whether it's the main event or, or 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 Turner against Bobby Green, Rob Font against Davidson Figueredo is a fight I'm looking forward to. Uh, the featured bout, um, we'll see how Davidson does uh, up at uh, bantamweight. Well, I'll tell you, I feel that uh, if they're game planning, they're going to look to test Rob Font's sprawl. Sure, know? of course, because uh, Figueredo, 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 Figueredo. Yeah. Figueredo, 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 Figueredo. Devison, Devison. What? I wanted to sing his name, and I don't know. I didn't pronounce his first name right. Dad, yes, you can. What are you writing, Jimmy? You're up to something. Not at all. Mr. Norton. All right. You change your name back from Kamora Cuck to Mr. Norton. I like that better. I like Kamora Cuck, though. Thank you. You're up to something, Jimmy. What a card! Do we want to make a couple of picks? Sure. Yes, we do. Right. Um, the main event: Neil Darush versus Armin Sahukian. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I'm doing that. Mm. Uh, you hate what I do. No, uh, I don't. I'm gonna. T- I mean, I like the Sahukian kid. I do. He's so fucking good. You know but- what though? I can't. I can't choose against Benil. No, I can't, and I'm not going to. Even though I do like this Sahukian, I do. Yeah, he's great fight. I'm going to give it Benil by uh, decision. Well, now you're just being a that guy because I was about to say that. Okay, we can both both take it. Well, we don't have to disagree. No, I'm going to say third round stoppage Benil, and that's okay. Hey, man. This this Armin Sahukian, he's not an easy guy to take out. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying it though, because I like to be that guy. All right, let's do at least one more. Jaylen Bobby Green, Jalen Turner, Comain. Um, Jalen's coming on a six days notice uh, for Dan Hooker, who re-injured his arm. Uh, and Bobby Green has looked incredible in his last couple of fights. Bobby Green, uh, stoppage. Sorry, Jimmy, I didn't want to cut you off there, but. I say uh, I'm going to take another decision. I think Bobby, uh, Jalen's coming off two losses. Um, I don't necessarily see him getting stopped. Um, but I do think that it's just, you know, without a camp and Bobby moves so well, he's so fucking yeah. difficult to deal with. I, I think he, he takes a decision. Jimmy, I'm looking forward to Rebel Moon coming out later this month. Yeah? Yeah, it's a snack snack. I keep talking about 
I have no horse in this race. I have no spaceship in this fucking battle. But it's um boo. But it's uh it's it's his like Star Wars take, like what he would do, like if he was able to do a Star Wars movie. So no. it's, cool. it's not Star Wars, but no, yeah, very like you know, let's get some rebels defend the planet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just he got me all in a buzz waiting to hear what happens. <laughs> Cause you go, <laughs> go look in the, go throw it, go look at the the uh, trailers for Rebel Moon, and you'll understand. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're a mean, mean, mean guy. Hey, what do you think? Uh, let's do a pick two for. Uh, uh, let's do uh, Font Figueredo. <clears throat> mm. Again, see how effective is Davison coming up at that weight? Is he is he a little better because he's not taking as extreme a cut? Because I think it was always a tough cut for him. Um, um, this is what I'll tell you. Yeah. I will have... Um, I, I, know what <clears throat> know. I get a little... I pickle my heart because I like Rob Font so much. Yeah. You know? Um, I feel that... I mean, I unless, unless Rob Font done something but to, to, to neutralize that grappling... I think Figueroa's got a shot from hell, bro. He has some jujitsu exchanges uh, with um, Marino, Moreno, Marino, Marino. Yeah, Marino, Marino. I said that with Marino. Yeah. Um, that a lot of the guys aren't getting through those like, scrambles. So, did Rob Font could he have done enough since his last fight with Corey Sanhagen? Where that you know, not I don't think that was his last fight, but his um, it was, yeah. It was his last fight. Yeah, yeah, he lost. All right. I, I, I don't want to root against Rob. I'm not. You're not but rooting. I'm You're just saying, what do you think is going to happen? I'm thinking. They're both coming off a loss. Figueredo by decision, unless something changes with Rob's grab. I think Font stops him. Um, you know, I, again, Figueredo has not fought anyone but Brandon Moreno for three years. Ooh. So I, I think Rob Font. Uh, finds a way to stop him in the second round. Well, Jimmy, you know, <laughs> you are not agreeing on that, but that's okay. Not. That makes so it even- Sean Brady Gastelum. That's the last one we'll do. What do you think? Wow. Well, assuming he wins his first fight with the scale. Just kidding. I believe Kelvin will make it. JK, KG. <laughs> you like that? No. I like <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy, you're like, no, never do it again. All right. What do you think? I was going to double down on it and say that I think KG will get a TD in the fucking first part, but then I'm stopping. KG TKO over SB? What you say? What do you think? You think KG gets a uh, TKO? Uh, over SB, or does uh, KG get a uh, a yeah. UD? Listen, I think um, I believe, man. I don't know. Sean Brady only has that one loss, man. I know, I know. To below. Oh, Jake wants to go in with an IDK, and I don't know. He's trying. He's oh. trying again. Boo! <laughs> boo! Type in our chat. Boo! Yeah. Why- be the booze for me. It, it should be. I definitely kneel because that one sucked. <laughs> yes. Rough one. Listen, this is what I think, and this is what I'm going to go on to say, Jimmy. This is what I'm going to say. What? I I feel. See, Sean Brady. Man, I think this is going to be decided on the feet. Kelvin is used to dealing with guys that strike a lot harder. You know what I'm bigger. You know what I mean? Yep. Man, this is a rough one. How is he going to handle the weight? Yeah. The weight I mean, comes- but again, he's used to dealing. I mean, he went five or, or, or whatever it was, or, or three or five with Cannon here. Uh, again, you never know. MMA math doesn't always work, but I mean, he literally, Cannon here couldn't put him away. Uh, Calvin is a very, very tough out. For anybody who's got to deal with him, I'm taking Gastelum. I think he wins by decision. I'll um, take Brady by decision. Okay. All right. It's a hey, listen to me. It's a very, very like a evenly matched where 
I think Kelvin's uh, Kelvin's grappling wrestling can negate the jujitsu game of Brady. So I think a lot of it will be decided on the feet, and I think uh, it's going to be tight up there too. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to give it to Brady by decision, but I'll, okay. I'm, literally, I'm literally, you know, I'm there with you though. It's it's a I'm doing it pretty much to go against you. I know. Yeah, sometimes I'll pick against you too just to do it. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Jimmy, what else, brother? Oh, I'm very good. Uh, tonight, 7 p.m., Fat Black Pussycat, if you're hearing this on Wednesday, uh, the 29th. Come see me tonight at 7. I'm doing my hour, and if not, we'll see you Monday. And uh, I'll talk to you this weekend. you an hour? Yeah. Wow. That's wild, Jimmy. Um, What are the fights? Fights? Oh, yeah, let me plug the fights. Yes! Please. Let me, let me actually do what they're paying me to do. Hold I'll on let now. you know how the family does. They're going to compete this weekend. Um, Hold on, buddy. Yes, please do. Let me yeah. see the fights here. Are this Saturday, of course, Darius versus Sarukian. And it is... Uh, oh, they're in Austin. I keep, For some reason, I forget that they're in Austin. It's Saturday, December the 2nd. Great time. 4 o'clock. Prelim starts. 7 p.m. main card. You're done nice and early. And uh, what a great, great card this is. Fantastic card. I got to do three things right now. Do you know what that is? Um, shit. Don't um, be too sure and say cockapoopa duty. Don't say I won't it. say it. No, I, won't I say would it. never say that as a guy who's going to be 50 soon. Jimmy, I will text you this weekend. Okay. All right. Talk to you soon. Possibly FaceTime. So I'll keep I hope so. Goodbye, you unfiltered army. Bye. Bye, everybody. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.